Good Talk, the home before the talking is good. It's your boy, Cody, Yo. the other guy, Robert, here once again. Yeah. Tiny table, big room. Big room. Good conversation. Tiny table. Bada boom. Yeah. Bada boom. Let's do this. Yeah. Today is the day that the Lord has made. <laughs> Let's rejoice and be glad. Yes. <laughs> Yes, today's going to be an awesome day. This week's going to be an awesome week. And you know what? I'm just going to, your life's going to be awesome. Awesome. It's going to be wonderfully changed. Amazing. Yes. It's all because of God. All because of God. Amen. All because of God. I love that. Love it. Uh, <clears throat> like you got louder all of a sudden. I did get louder. I was like yelling in the microphone. I woke up <laughs> a little bit. Rob's here. I'm here. Hello. The other guys hit me. Well, now it. I got quiet. My bad. I went too hard. Too hard the volume out there. Uh, yes. I'm reading something. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were about to say something. He's just reading something. Is it is it worth sharing what you're reading, or is this someone that, like, something you're just like, oh, I got to check this out real fast? Mariah Carey. Oh, okay. Mariah Carey. <laughs> In 2019, made $1.7 million just from her Christmas song. <laughs> In what? 2020, she made $1.9 million just from All I Want from Christmas. Whoa. Dude. That's stupid money. <laughs> that's like, amazing. I mean, that's I awesome, but it's just like, that's great. From one song. From one song. The royalties off of that song was $1.7 million in 2019 and $1.9 million in 2021. That's crazy. <clears throat> I mean, probably for her, that's not My a lot of money. My girl's getting it. <clears throat> but that's crazy. That is wild, dude. Like, girl didn't have... I mean, I, maybe she does. I, I imagine she still performs, right? I mean, she did I, during the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Okay. She performed it. Yeah. And so. it's so funny because there was like a behind the scenes of like how they got her on the stage. Dude, and you should have seen like her confidence monitor. It was like the size of that window. <laughs> it was the biggest monitor I've ever seen in my life. But they... Eyesight's not great anymore. She's going to have a bigger monitor. <laughs> Which I don't even know why she needs the monitor. I'm sure they were just playing the track. And surely she knows the surely song by now. Surely she knows it. I mean, it made her $1.9 million last year. Surely you know the song that made you when that much that money. When did that song come out? That's a great question. I mean, because if that's just the past two years ago. Right. right. How much has she been making off of it? I, uh, mean, I imagine she's been yeah. cashing hard on when that. When for... did all I want for my gut Christmas. wants to say like 2003 or four. 1994. Wow, I was 10 years off. <laughs> Golly. 94? Uh, was originally released in October of 1994 as the first single from Mariah's Merry Christmas album. Wow. She should have, she called it Mariah Christmas album. Ooh. <laughs> I want to wish you a very Mariah, Mariah Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <And a> happy <laughs> New Year. TM, Cody and Robert. <laughs> so, Mariah, we want some royalties oh off of that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Listen, if you want to come on the wow. podcast and explain, because I wonder if she wrote that, but that's awesome. Like, look at that. Like, let God give you that one thing. Yes, Lord. Just give that, me that, that one thing. That one thing that generates $1.9 million annually in my life. <laughs> that would be Let's crazy. Go. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. <laughs> that's that's so amazing. Good. I love Christmas. That's it's so, so great. Rachel was the one that first told me that, and I couldn't remember what the stats were, so I just looked it up real quick. I don't even know why it jumped into my head. Uh, but I, Well, because I was thinking, you know, uh, <clears throat> and I guess I, I didn't confirm this, but I think Mariah Carey wrote that song, too. Yeah, All I'm I want not for sure. Christmas is you. But uh, I mean, it, she got the royalties for it. I imagine, to, at least to some degree, she had to have a, a key writing role into it. Right? Yeah, yeah, I would assume. And that girl's pulling down the cheddar. Mm. 
for 20 years? 1994. Almost 30 years. Whoa. So she's probably, so let's just, just let's do conservative numbers. Last year it was 1.9 million. Let's just say she's made a million dollars a year. She's made $30 million off of that song. One song. One song. $30 million. Woo. That's awesome, man. That's That's so so cool. That's so crazy. Yeah. That is is so crazy. Just think, like, praise God, um, what we. As a church and us as individuals could do with that. Dude. Like we're sending a team on a missions trip. I'll just pay for the whole trip. Oh, I thought you were about to say the name again. Bro, I got this. I made <laughs> like that mistake sweet. one time. I got this under control now. <laughs> it's, it's been officially blockaded in this special compartment in my head. I mean, I would be shocked if our podcast was the reason that. <laughs> but I don't want it to be the <laughs> reason either. <laughs> that would be awesome to just straight up like write off a whole mission trip. Like, yeah. I got you guys. It's yeah. Fun. Hey, our church is wanting to do this and uh, we need $10,000. Be like. That's all right. All I want for Christmas made one point nine million. I can cut you a check. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That's wonderful. Just got my royalty in this month. You're in luck. Well, that bring right. I wonder how that does work. Does she just get a lump sum at the end of the year? Or does she get like a? And then how does she live from like January till October before the royalty checks come in? Because she doesn't defrost until like mid October. You know what I mean? It doesn't start getting any airtime. Well, I mean, she has mother music too. You know, she's not not just Christmas. I think Michael Bublé is only Christmas. Dude, the boob comes out like once a year. I I watched an interview with him and he was talking about like how he loves it. Well, I mean, like yeah. he just comes out for Christmas season and then goes into hibernation. He's with his family. Dude, <laughs> just I would out. be like living at the Bahamas from <laughs> like does, January man. to October. Yeah, it's like no one knows this guy, and then he just shows up and he does like two months of like touring and singing and, and theater. Dude, that's and what he needs NBC to do. Is shows. like, hopefully, he puts on like you know just like a like a very big hat and like a beard and sunglasses so no one knows who he is you know what i mean <laughs> I don't think he, anyone knows who he is anyway but exactly i mean just like even more so just making sure that <laughs> like i am so. anonymous Speak. but i have a bunch of money <laughs> from my one but song I'm extremely rich <laughs> from <laughs> christmas <laughs> christmas has made me very rich uh most people go into debt on christmas but well, him on right exactly him and mariah they're they're big chilling <laughs> going so, into the positive right they got to figure out ways to spend their money for christmas uh what do you, have you seen that drink, the boob, the the buble drink or whatever? It's like uh, oh, the bubblies. Is that his brand no. or is that a brand that was just like let's use this? No, drink. it's already it's been a brand. It's it's made by Pepsi actually. Mm, bubbly, interesting. It's bubbly water. Uh, it's great. Bubbly water. Bubbly water. <laughs> bubbly water. <laughs> bubbly water. I mean, I, I can't wait to watch him on his NBC special whenever that is. I know, I know, he's going to have one. It's going to be fantastic. It will be pretty crazy. Yeah. So Christmas music. Christmas music. I feel like I could have been a Christmas singer back in the twenties. I, I still, I, we had this conversation earlier, but I still don't understand, like, why does it have to be the 20s? Because it's not relevant now. No one wants somebody being like, I'm dreaming of a I'm telling you, it's country dreaming. adjacent. Like, I don't think that's country adjacent. Country only adjacent, because of the voice. It's country not, adjacent would be like, I'm a dreaming of a world. I don't know what country adjacent would be. You know what I mean? I don't know. I love country music, so that wasn't a blast of country music. So anyone out there, I love me some country music, bro. I will blast that. Mm-hmm. Give me all. <laughs> Give me two dogs and my lady. <laughs> two dogs it, and two my trucks. lady. Hallelujah. Let me have it. Uh, I can't get low enough. Yeah, I can't. But you I, just I, did it. What do you mean you can't get low enough? What are you talking about? Me and Mariah, um, we got that range. You know? uh, let me say this, though. Going back to the Mariah Carey, $1.9 million. $1.9 I want to encourage somebody watching, and it's not about greed, but the Bible does say that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. We need to believe for a transfer of wealth. 
from yeah. this world <laughs> to the church. Yeah. The church has, uh, I know we don't like this word, but we have a godly agenda. Mm. Not just specifically our church, but the church, the global church. Sure. And I personally believe the church has done more good in the world than any other entity because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. Amen. Jesus has made us a force for good in this world. And uh, to get the message of Jesus out, to build orphanages, to build churches, to build schools, to to do all that stuff requires a lot of mm-hmm. finances. Yeah. Um, and I would love to see that kind of money just move from the secular division into the church. And I believe God's going to do it. I believe God's going to use, he's going to bless people in his body. I mean, he always does. Yeah. But I'm talking on a new level. Mm. You know, like my wife and I, we're believing for our house to be financially just paid off. Amen. And, the reason, we, and the reason we want it paid off is because we've got plans for that money. Mm. That mortgage payment that we do a month, like we said, we've got a team going on a missions trip. Yeah. We're going to give into that trip. Mm. You know, we're giving like, we're, we're sponsoring a minister, which is $50 a minister. We're going to give to a team members. But that, that what I can do compared to what I want to do mm-hmm. are two different things. Sure. I would love to just take my mortgage payment and be like, your trip's paid for. Mm. Yeah. Done. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And so in order for that to happen, there has to be a transfer, mm-hmm. you know? And so I would encourage, because a lot of people feel bad believing God for finances, mm. But yet, it's all through the word. You see God very concerned about the material well-being of his people from yeah. Genesis, which at the very beginning, he put them in the garden with every provision yeah. they needed. Nothing lacking, nothing missing. You see it all the way from Genesis to Revelation. And so if God wants to take care of his people and we're his people, just let him take care of you. Amen. And don't feel bad about it. When your house is paid off, don't be like, I shouldn't tell people about that. No, it's Dude, a testimony. Brag about it. Shout, get on top of your roof and be like, my house is paid for you. <laughs> God paid for this house. Honestly, I would. I, I can't wait till our house is paid for. And I believe it's done. I believe I Amen. receive it. And when my house is paid for, I, I, I want to do stuff like walk up to my neighbors and be like, you don't really know me except for the couple times we've brought you cookies. But we'd love to make your mortgage payment for you this That'd month. How much sick. is it? What a witness is that? That'd be awesome. That's, a, that's why we're blessed, church. Mm. That's why we're blessed. So we can do stuff like that. Yeah. And I love that scripture that says, honor the Lord mm. with the first fruits of your increase. And that word honor, and you've heard me teach on it, that word honor, you can study it out. And part of it means brag on God. Mm. So when you honor God with your wealth, you're bragging on him. You're saying, God did this. Amen. And when you bring your tithe to him, you're saying, God has blessed me. Let yeah. me just brag on God real mm. quick. And when we go and we pay someone's house payment and they're like, why are you doing this? Well, let me brag on God mm. because my God whom I serve. Yeah. Paid off my house. Yeah. And now we want to extend that blessing to somebody else. That's so good. Dude, that's why we're blessed, church. Yeah. That's why God has set us up this mm. way. That's to so be good. a blessing to others. So Woo. start believing for supernatural blessings to come into yes. your life, but also in the church in general, just so mm. that way work can get done. Amen. You know, I and just like we have been saying here, is like God wants you to be able to like bless people yeah. and help people yeah. and provide for people. So start believing for yes. that provision to come into your lap so that way you can give it out to other people. That's right. Um and as, you know, I think it's like something you said, something about like the hose gets That's right. wet as the water comes That's through. That's right. What's the phrase? That's it. you said it. You oh, got it. The hose gets wet. Even the, the water... ho- even the hose gets wet when water runs through it. Well look at that. So even as you're blessing people, like yep. you're gonna be blessed. That's right. And as, as God is taking care of others, mm-hmm. he's at the same time yep. taking care of you. Like, that's what's so amazing and so beautiful is, like, all this provision, it just 
it's like as you are giving out, it's also coming in. And it's just like this cyclical, yeah, yeah, <laughs> cyclical process of like God given mm-hmm. and you given and yeah. God given and you given. But it starts with us believing that it's going to come. And you can't have like, and so as the Lord blesses you, it's not all going to be seed. There's going to sure. be some bread there. You know, so what's that mean? Some for you, some for to sow. Yeah. Um, but remember this, you don't get bread without the seed. Mm. <laughs> you got to sow yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. And as you sow, then you'll get bread and he gives seed to the sower. Mm-hmm. So God is going to bring seed to people he knows yeah. who are going to put it out there. But as you sow seed, you're going to get bread off that seed too. Mm-hmm. And so it's an amazing system. Uh, maybe I don't like that word, but it's an amazing system that God has implemented. Yeah, and He is He has found a way for the church to take care of the world while He takes care of the church. Mm. And That's it's really good. seed, time, and harvest. It's really good. As we sow and we take care of the world, God takes care of us. Amen. And that's the way it works. God is always moving on his people to meet the needs of other people. And as you respond to that, to meet the need of the person, God's going to take care of mm. you. Maybe you're helping somebody inspired by God. You're helping somebody, but God is helping you. Mm, that's really good. <laughs> and so, which is the greater? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> I'm willing to help people because it's greater that God is helping me. Mm. And so it's not all going to be seed. You don't have to, every time somebody blesses you with $100, you don't have to turn around and immediately give it away. Now, if God tells you to, I would. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But some of it's going to be seed. Some of it's going to be bread. Seek the Lord. That's what the Apostle Paul toward the Church of Corinth, he said, we don't give out of compulsion. We don't give under pressure. We give by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But this is one thing we know. There's no shortage of needs. Mm-hmm. There's always something to give into. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's our homeless community that we support here at the church, whether it's the Food Bank of North Alabama, whether it's the Downtown Rescue Mission, whether it's the church here, mm-hmm. whether it's a missions trip, there's always something. To, whether it's somebody you meet at Walmart and you just want to pay for their groceries, mm-hmm. there's always a need. Amen. There's always a need. And so, uh, well, I just don't have anyone to give to. That excuse doesn't fly. As I say, there's someone out there <laughs> in your in your vicinity that needs something. And so, always. At that point, you just need to start believing God. Like, God, show me opportunities. Mm. Give me opportunities. Show me people that need your help today. Show yeah. me people to, to sow into today. Yeah. Give me uh, something to put my hand to today that's going to bless somebody with your love today mm. and just start asking God to give you that opportunity to, to sow into people's lives. Amen. And I think it's just because, you know, it's Christmas time. Christmas you know, time. It's officially Christmas in Alabama. We had a tornado warning last night, so we so have officially funny. made so it true. to Christmas season. <laughs> um, but, you know, whenever you come around Christmas, and it's kind of like we talked about on the had an image of a tornado with Christmas lights. <laughs> it's got a little Christmas the Santa Claus hat on it. It's like little jingle bells. Like, <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Uh, <laughs> Should have Chad design it for church graphic for like, well, this week's service canceled because of tornado <laughs> making it all Christmassy and stuff like that. Uh, we do have church tomorrow. But anyways. Um, tonight. Yeah, tonight. Oh, well, that's snap. confusing. Yeah, that is confusing. Um but like you said a couple of weeks ago on the uh, the Thanksgiving podcast, even though it wasn't really a post Thanksgiving podcast, podcast. yeah, post thing, we shouldn't just be thankful during Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we don't just celebrate Jesus <laughs> for Christmas only. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you know, just because we're in the Christmas season, that's not the only season we should be givers. Mm. That's really good. You know, you got the Salvation Army guys out there, you know, rattling their bell, and we throw in loose change and stuff like that, and and we have a giver's heart. Even the world has a giver's heart in this season. Um, But the church, we should have that heart year-round. Yeah. And uh, we live in a a place where these privileges have been afforded to us. Mm -hmm. You know, we we have ways of making money in this nation that we live in. And so as you make money, seek the Lord as to what he wants you to do Mm -hmm. with that money. And as you obey God, as we do in all things— Yeah. 
he always takes care of us when we're obedient. Amen. Always takes care of us Amen. when we're obedient. Amen. And so, yeah, be a blessing. Be a blessing. Get out there be and give blessing. to people. Be, be a blessing. Um, and be also a blessing. just believe God that, you know, you're going to be supernaturally paid for in all areas Amen. of your life. You know, so yes. that way you have the the freedom to continue to do uh, you know, what he's asked you to do. Kind of like what Robert's been saying, like, I'm going to start activating my faith a little bit harder and being like, do it. my car's paid off, yes. my house is paid off, mm-hmm. you know, whatever other mm-hmm. debts that we might have lying around, whatever. Like, I want to be so financially free yep. that I don't have to think twice about like, okay, let me go ahead and just give into this this work right here. You know, because there's always something like you said, there's always something to give into. And so yeah. it's like, when I'm presented with that opportunity, I don't want to be held back mm. by, by a second thought. Or yeah. a doubt, or or whatever it might be, and most of the time I'm not. But at the same time, right. it's like without that extra layer, then I would never have doubts in, in that way. So that that's what I'm going to start believing God for. So you start believing God Do for that it. too. Start believing that you don't have anything that's going to hold you back from giving into these good works. And as you do that, I believe that God's going to start helping you be released yeah. from some of those yeah. financial burdens. So that way, you can start giving out to people. This is what I believe. It's time to level up. Mm. Church, it is time to level up. And uh, I, I just think of a video game. <laughs> yeah, when you say that, I'm like, all right, next level experience. Yeah, next level. That's right. And our, our giving and our sowing and our receiving has been good, but it's time to level up. Mm. And uh, God wants us to level up. And so there's his part in this equation, and there's our part yeah. in this equation. And like we said, you know, uh, I'm not waiting until, of course, we don't really consider our house debt, but I'm not waiting sure. until I'm debt free to yeah, be yeah. a giver. Yeah, yeah. I'm a giver now, mm-hmm. but when these supernatural things happen, like my mortgage payment being paid off, now I'm just going, God wants me at that next level. That's true. Yeah. And so I'm not waiting for that to happen, but when it does happen, now, boom, I can jump a level. Yeah. God wants us to jump yeah. a level. He wants our giving up here, but we've got to be givers down here yeah. so he can, that's how we get to the yeah. next level. You know, yeah. it's not like I'm pulling a heavenly lever to make this yeah. happen, but I'm just saying we have hearts of givers. Mm. We have a heart of a giver regardless of my current income and my current financial status. Uh, we have a giver's heart. And because of that, you know, God is a- able to level us up mm. and able to take us to the next level in him, uh, in all things, yeah. but also fi- in finances. Mm. And as, I think as a, like a, a younger person, you know, maybe this could be something that you can almost see as an exercise or a, a, a training, if you will, because you might not have a lot of resources right now. Mm. And so when God does lead you to give unto these works, maybe it feels a little bit hard because you don't know what it's like to to be shorter on money on certain days or whatnot. Yep. But I, I believe that that's training for the future because if you can start to do it now, you'll be able to do it in the future too, yeah. you know, cause you've already started giving and you've already gotten used to uh, blessing others mm. and, 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 following that that leading of the Holy Spirit. And so that way you'll be better to understand it and recognize it in the future. And it'll be easier to give $100 next year when right. you've started to give a dollar here. You know what I mean? So so start small and start realistic. You know, don't think you're going to pay off anybody's house you know, when you've never helped out someone's meal or something like that. Right. But, you know, not saying that God won't be able to do that for you, but I think start small. Don't, don't feel like it has to be a big thing. Little things yes. bless people too. Yes. And let's say this, obedience is obedience. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't matter. It's still the same. Yeah. Don't downplay your obedience because maybe it's not Mariah Carey level. That's really good. <laughs> maybe it's not $1.9 million. Yeah. You know, obedience is obedience. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like disobedience with God. Mm. Disobedience is disobedience. 
whether you cheat a little or you cheat a lot. Yeah. Sin is sin. Sin is sin. Obedience is obedience. And so like the woman with the two mites, obedience was obedience. Mm -hmm. And like you did a wonderful job talking about it at youth a couple weeks ago about the horn and the noise it makes. Mm -hmm. And and those dumping in a lot of money were making a big ruckus and people could hear it and people could see it. But Jesus was more impressed with her two tiny little mites that made just a little bit of noise because of her heart. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes in our culture and in our society, we get into this comparative you know, we, yeah. and that's why the Bible says comparing yourself amongst yourselves is foolish. foolish. Yeah. I'm not responsible to do what Cody's supposed to do, and Cody's not responsible to do what I'm supposed to do. I'm not supposed to give what he's supposed to give, and he's not supposed to give what I'm supposed to give. What has God told me that's to give? That's really good. And whatever God's told me to give, obedience is obedience, and it's going to have the same blessing. Listen, if somebody in the church gives a million dollars and somebody in the church gives $10, if they both obeyed God, their reward is going to be the same. Yep. Because obedience is obedience. That's true. And so I think the devil makes us feel guilty. Am I doing enough? Mm. And here's the question you have to ask. And this is good not even just on a monetary level. This is good in life. Mm. Am I doing what God has asked me to do? Yep. And if you're obeying God <clears throat> in whatever it is. See, maybe somebody who's about to graduate high school doesn't feel like they're supposed to go to college. Maybe they feel like they're supposed to get a job. But because of social pressures, home pressures, they they go to college. And, well, did God tell you to go to college? Mm. It's not going to work out as least, at least as smoothly as it can because right. you're in disobedience. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you don't want to go to college. You want to jump right in the work field, but God tells you to go to college. So we have to understand we can't be moved by all of this stuff. We can't be moved by what Cody did with his life or what Robert did with us. We have to be, what did God mm-hmm. tell us to do? And what we know is, is when we obey God, no matter what it looks like in the natural, he's going to make a way for Amen. it. Whether it's a financial, whether it's whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so don't downplay your obedience. Even in the book of Samuel, I think it's 2 Samuel chapter 15, verse 7. It might be 1 Samuel. But he says, your obedience is a greater sacrifice than anything else. Mm. And I believe the reason why God tells Samuel that it's a better sacrifice is because he knows on on the heels of your obedience, now God can do what he truly desires to do in your life. Mm. He can truly financially bless you the way he desires to bless you on the heels of your obedience. He can truly give you the career he wants to give you on the heels of your obedience. He can truly give you the family he's intent, like Jeremiah 29, 11, the plans that he has for us to bless us and to prosper us, Mm -hmm. to give us a hope and to give us an end. How do we walk in all that stuff? Our obedience. Yeah, yeah. That plan that he has for us, it's through our obedience, right? Mm-hmm. The the prosperity he has for us is through our obedience. The hope he has for us is through our obedience. Amen. The end he has for us is through our obedience. And so don't keep the heavenly resources withheld from your life because you don't obey. Mm. Let's just get out there and obey God and stop feeling bad about it, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, this isn't significant enough. Well, did he tell you to do it? Yeah. Then it's significant Amen. enough. You know, uh, and I'm talking a lot here, but like us in youth ministry, I know a lot of youth ministers, not to call them out, but I'm going to call them out. (laughs) They were youth pastors for six months and they didn't feel like it was significant because it was just a youth pastor. So they moved on to being a senior pastor of a church somewhere. Mm -hmm. Well, what did God tell you to do? Yeah, yeah. Right? I don't want to be like Matthew 7. You prophesied in my name and you did good things in my name, but I don't even know you. Mm. So it's not about me doing my thing. Yeah, yeah. It's about me doing God's thing Amen. with my life. Amen. 
and whatever that looks like, whether it's children's ministry, whether it's youth ministry, whether it's being in a band that tours the nation, whether it's owning a law firm, whether it's being a janitor, whether it's being a teacher, whether it's being a pastor, if God said it, then boom, I'm successful Mm. because I've obeyed God. And I'm not going to let anybody else's standard, especially the world's standard, determine if what I'm doing with my life is valuable. Amen. God determines <laughs> what I'm doing is valuable. Amen. And my obedience to God is what puts value on my life. And so whatever he tells me to do, I'm just happy to do it. Amen. What you, has God told you to do? Mm. And if you don't know what God's told you to do, maybe you should get with God and figure out what he wants you to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we were talking earlier. Uh, that you know, Isaiah the, scripture. That Isaiah scripture about how, you know, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts, my ways are higher than your ways, but it talks about in that scripture, you know, how, uh, well, let me just read it. I'm going to read it. I was going to say, just read it, buddy. I'm just going to read it. Come on, little guy, you got it. There we go. Isaiah 55. Um, I'm going to, I'll start a little, let's see. I'll just start with that. I think I have 55, 8, and I'll continue down. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. Mm. My ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry, and it is the same with my word. I send it out, and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. You will live in joy and peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song, and the trees of the field mm. will clap their hands. Mm. Where once there were thorns, cypress trees will grow. Where nettles grew, myrtles will sprout up. These events will bring great honor to the Lord's name, and there will be an everlasting sign of his power and Wow. Mm. So mm. these things that you know maybe God has led you to do, it might seem a little bit crazier. It might seem insignificant, but it's his way and he's told you to do it. But we need to get in his presence and, and get with him to receive that word that he has for us Mm. and, and and to really not just specifically that, but like getting into the word of God, because it says right here, it says the rain and snow come down from the heavens and they stay on the ground to water the earth. So that way things can grow, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) But it says, I do the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. Amen. And it will accomplish Mm. all that I want it to. It will will prosper everywhere I send it. You will live in joy and peace. Mm. Mountains and hills will burst into song. Wherever there were thorns, now there's cypress trees. Mm. So it's like you focus on, Mm. on, on getting with God. Yeah. We need to get in his presence and and receive direction, receive comfort, receive whatever it might be, receive Mm. his word, receive his directive for our life. Mm. And then that's when we're taken care of. Mm. You know, uh, it it says that the rain and the snow come down and it stays on the ground. And that happens like every single day, guys. Right. And and that's something that's such a a, a weird revelation to me today is that like the dew happens every Every single day. Every morning. Almost, I mean, there might be some days it doesn't, I don't know. but uh, Not many. You can walk through your grass even in the summer, in the early morning, and your feet get wet. Yes, and and if that happens every single day, that leads me to believe that it's necessary. Yeah. Like, Mm. that's not on accident. Mm. Our God doesn't accidentally do things. Yeah. Our God is very purposeful. He's he's very uh, uh, strategic in how things work. And so if that happens every single day, that they get that due to, yes. pr- to receive the provision. How much more necessary yes. is it that we That's get it. in the presence of God 
every single day to receive that word, to receive that nutrients, to receive that blessing, to receive that goodness so that we can be elevated in what he's called us to do and and really start to glorify him and help people along the way. And if he's willing to take care of nature that way, (laughs) how much more is he willing to take care of his sons and daughters? So wild. Who he has a relationship with. Mm -hmm. Now, he does have a relationship with the world. He created it. And the Bible even says, you know, if we withhold our peace, the rocks will cry out and worship mm-hmm. him. There's some debate as to what the rocks are. Is that the Gentiles that don't know him or is that actual physical rocks? Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is if he is willing to do that for something that he has no engagement with as far as back and forth correspondence, yeah. no worship, no relationship. If he's willing to do that for my lawn, mm-hmm. <laughs> how much more does he want to provide and take care of me? Amen. And and I really love what you said right there. That's fantastic. Every day. Every day. He wants to take care of me every day. He doesn't just want to take care of me at Christmas time mm-hmm. or Thanksgiving. He wants to take care of me every day. And I have to let him do that by getting in his presence. We talked about this scripture too, by going and sitting down at his table Mm -hmm. because he has made a table for us. Most of the time we don't partake of the good stuff that's on the table because we don't go there and sit down. Yeah. We need to go into the presence of God every day. And at that table, this is what we guarantee from the word of God, not from Robert or from Cody, but from the word at that table is everything you need on that specific day. Because maybe some days you need peace. Guess what's at that table? Peace. Peace. Maybe some days you need joy. Guess what's at that table? Joy. Joy. Like today, I woke up, whoa, I mean, just charged. (laughs) Feeling good. I hadn't slept in like three days. I've been up praying late. There's a chill pill on Robert's table. Yeah, dude. (laughs) One o'clock in the morning, like I'm I'm, I'm writing stuff on my computer. I'm like trying to write this book. And at 1.30 in the morning, I'm typing on my computer. And then the next day at the office, like at two o'clock, I decided to open up the Google document. It made no sense. (laughs) Because it was 1.30 in the morning. I'm just like, gibberish. (laughs) (laughs) And so, but anyway, but whatever you need for that day, Mm -hmm. he has it. Amen. You know, like today, I'm very froggy. I feel great. You know what I mean? But maybe there's other days where I'm feeling a little lethargic and mm. I need some inspiration. If I'll go sit at that table, yeah, yeah. it's there. Mm. You know, maybe one day I've got a lot of stuff going on in my family and I just need to know that it's going to be okay. Mm. Well, I don't know that without going to the presence of God. Yeah. And I go and I sit at that table that he's prepared for me in the midst of my enemies. What is The enemy is anything that comes against God's will. Mm. So my family being in turmoil is an enemy. Yeah. But in the middle of that, he's prepared a table. He says, just come sit at this table and let me show you how I'm going to take care of your family. Mm. Just come sit at this table. Let me show you how I'm going to take care of your mortgage, how I'm going to take care of your job. But we have to go to that table. Yeah. And I believe that's what Cody was saying. And that's what that scripture is saying. Every day mm-hmm. we go into the presence. And how do we go into the presence? Go in there with a thankful heart. Yeah, yeah. Go in there being grateful. Find something to be grateful something. for. You got something to there, be grateful there's for. There's always something to be grateful. I like to use this illustration. It came up by the Holy Spirit and it just seemed like a good one. Even if you're in school and you hate school, be grateful that you are at school. Yeah, yeah. There's good. certain places in the world that don't allow people to be educated because they know if they get an education, they won't be able to control them anymore. So they, on purpose, keep them from school to keep them ignorant so they can control their lives. So even if you hate school, you have the wonderful privilege of going to school. Yeah. So be grateful. And in the middle of despising it, just be like, 
I really don't like school, but I thank you <laughs> That's true. for this opportunity yeah. to go to school yeah. and find in something. And as we're grateful, it's amazing how there's been times in, in my house after the family goes to bed and I just start thanking God for my family, thanking God for my job, thanking God for breath in my lungs, mm. the simplest of things, right? Thanking God for a roof over my head. Yeah. And, and, and it's amazing how the atmosphere in the room changes. Mm. Why? Because the Bible says we enter into his courts with thanksgiving. So what I've done is I've gone into a new place. Yeah. I've left the natural and I've supernaturally gone into the throne room of God. And in that place is where that table is. I was about to say, you're, you're opening the door to the table. <laughs> yes. You're, feeling, you're, you're opening the door and opening the room to the presence of God. That's good. So good. I, I was just thinking like in my mind, like I just <clears> had like this vision of like, God sitting in a room with a bunch of empty tables, mm. like because no one wants to sit at the table, or like no one's taking the time Ooh, to sit at the table. Like, wow. it sounds so bad, but it's just like I see like God all by Himself in like like a banquet hall with all Bro. these tables, and it's like no one really wants to take the time to get with God, and so there's just God sitting there with a bunch of tables, and He's wow. like, like I've prepared all this stuff for you, just come. come, dude, come and receive. Those that want it will come in the room and get it. I don't think we need to move on too fast from that that's crazy how many tables does he have prepared just just think about we three weeks ago four weeks ago was thanksgiving <laughs> time's weird on this podcast <laughs> but imagine yeah your family's supposed to come over for thanksgiving and you make this spread yeah you've got mashed potatoes you've got mac and cheese you've got rolls you've got salad You've got Dr. Pepper. You've got turkey. <laughs> the in your, essentials. In your case, you've got steak. Steak, that's right, you, we you've do. You've got all the, you've got dessert. You've got a pecan or pecan pie. You've got pumpkin pie. You've got that chocolate mousse Load slider up pie. my table. And you've got this spread, and then your family doesn't show up. Dude, I'd be so irritated. <laughs> Cody, <laughs> dude, you said something that is wow. And it's unfortunate yeah. when you think about it. Mm-hmm how he's prepared these tables for us and no one is showing up to the banquet. Yeah. Dang. Let me just adjust my heart for a moment. Let me make sure I'm always going to that table because I don't want to disappoint God like that. Yeah. Dude, and how frustrating is that for him? All that for you. <laughs> and yet you didn't go get it. And the, 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 the investment that is made. Mm-hmm. Like we just have, we, we have a smaller family here because, you know, it's just, Uncle Naves and Aunt Cachet and now Mason and then my family. But even the time it takes to prepare. Mm-hmm. I mean, I start working on the turkey the day before. Mm. You know, my boys and I, we inject it. We marinate it. Rachel starts working on like mac and cheese and stuff before. God has made an investment. Yeah. A wildly crazy, awesome investment. So we can partake. Mm-hmm. Dude, if, if, if my in-law, well, I guess whatever they are, in-laws, is that what they are? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if they didn't show up, they're banned. <laughs> never again never again <laughs> i'm never. so grateful that god is gracious and yeah, yeah. mercy and that that table's still there even when i yeah. neglect to go your name's still on the chair the name is still on the chair i still have a seat at the table yeah so if you didn't go yesterday and maybe you didn't go today go tomorrow yeah yeah and let's make a point as the body of christ to go to this place in the presence of god and sit at the table every day mm. dude what you said so helped me I need to go to that table every day. Every day. And like we said, because at that table is whatever I need. Mm-hmm. 
And that need may change from day to day, day, to day. but it doesn't matter because yeah. it's at the table. Right. You have every, it's like every day there's a new spread <laughs> for what yeah. you need for that day. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, not yeah. the same meal every single day because that would be awful. <laughs> well, it can be too though. Maybe every day well, you need true. peace. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. I guess I'm talking about it in a natural sense. Right. <laughs> That'd be yeah, awful to have sure. Thanksgiving dinner every single day. It would be. <laughs> and it would lose some of its special right, yeah, flair, yeah. if you so, will. So, but I mean, you know, who knows? I, I still love mac and cheese. I can eat that almost every single day. But that's the beautiful thing about God. Yeah, yeah. Is he knows what we need exactly every day. Yeah. Because he knows you better than you know yourself. Mm -hmm. He knows your future better than you know your past. He knows the numbers of the hair on your head, whether it's increasing or decreasing. God knows everything. Amen. And so he knows if if you need peace for five days in a row. And the cool thing is, is it's going to be at that table waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, it's going to be at that table waiting for you. Man, I'm just excited. Today, I'm going to go to that table. I'm going to go. Do and, it. And even though I was listening to the Bible app, driving to church, and that's good, that wasn't me sitting at the table. Mm. I need to go and just sit Yeah. at the table, and I need to fill my plate. Dang. And I need to put all <laughs> that goodness. Fill your plate. Fill the plate. Get an extra plate while you're at it. Mm. You know, sometimes you... I hate when I go to one of those things and like let put everything, including the dessert, on one plate. No, 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 no. I want a whole plate for my dessert. Okay? That's right. Like I need a whole separate situation for mm-hmm. that. Like so, with God, don't be afraid to grab an extra plate. Take get, as take many plates as you this. want. Sit at the table as long as you can. Yeah. Get as much as provision as you need. Get as much hope as you need. Get yep. as much joy and whatever it is, mm-hmm. just take it all because mm-hmm. that that's again what we talked about last week. He's a generous yeah. God. Yeah. 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 He's an abundant generous, God, John 10, 10. An abundant, generous God. Yeah. So just go at that table knowing that all of it yeah. is available and mm. all of it is for you. What is all of it? Yeah. Whatever you need. And what's so cool is like, I'm thinking of Ephesians 3.20. When you sit at that table, it's going to go beyond your expectations. Mm. He'll do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you could dare to ask or hope. Amen. So you sit at that table and, and you have an idea of what that good spread's going to be like, but God's like, nah, let me show you how <laughs> yeah. good it really is. That's awesome. You know what I mean? And so just go in there because the goodness of God that you've experienced up to this point is great, but it's not everything. He has mm-hmm. more. And that's why the scriptures say we go from glory to glory. This relationship gets better and better. And that's just how good he is. Amen. And so, man, I'm going to sit down at that table and I'm going to feast. I'm going to feast. And, and that's one thing I started doing at Thanksgiving, man. I, I mean, not only that, but I've like slowed down. Oh. Like instead of just like <laughs> like a vacuum you. cleaner, just, you know what I mean? And then feeling like garbage, I take it nice and easy. I'm going to take it that table and I'm just going to sit down. And I'm just going to, you know, a little mac and cheese here, a little butter and bread over here, a little, a little take asparagus and push that on Rachel's plate. Oh, you know asparagus what I mean? is good. <laughs> but just take your time in the presence of God. Amen. And, and, and do it, I think the thing is, because maybe we don't have an hour to sit there, no. do, but if you go in there with intentionality, yeah. if you go in there to receive something from the table, yeah. whoever knocks, yeah. it is open. Yeah. Whoever seeks mm-hmm. will find. So how are you going to that table? Yeah. You know, and you can go in there and you can get what you need in a moment. Now, I would encourage you, don't rush out of that place. Stay there as long as you can. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is we receive by faith. Amen. So you can go into the presence of God. If you only have five minutes, you got five minutes. He'll get you what you need. Yeah. He can do that. He is God. <laughs> yeah. But I think go in there with an intention. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like if, you know, you can obviously get revelation if you just kind of flip open your Bible and just kind of read stuff sure. or whatever. But I think when you go in with a mentality of like, all right, I'm going in yeah. to the presence of God. I'm going to go sit at my table. 
I'm going to go sit in the seat he's yeah. prepared for me, and now I'm going to read his word, or now yeah. I'm going to talk to God. Mm. What, whatever it is that he leads you to do in that so moment, good. whatever it looks like for you, it. It, it might be different every day, but like I think coming in with an intention, yep. of like th- like when like knocking the door will be open to you. You don't just randomly knock on someone's door, and then when they open the door, like, what do you want? And you're like, I don't know. Like You, you knocked on the door for a reason. Yeah because you wanted something from in that house or someone or whatever. Like, so when you knock on God's door, go with intention. Yep. Don't just knock to knock, go to receive what he has for you. And maybe, it, maybe you go in there with faith and you don't immediately get what you wanted to get. Remember mm-hmm. what it says, keep on knocking, Yep. keep on seeking. So, okay. I believe that I receive Amen. and you come back later, whether it's tomorrow or the next day and you just keep on knocking, keep on yep. seeking. I love what the word of God teaches us. God will never disappoint. Amen. He will never disappoint. And so we have to have that tenacity that my God will never disappoint, will never let me down. When I go into this place, I will receive what I need today. Amen. Ooh, I am not going to disappoint God. I'm going to go to that table that he has for me. So good. I love that. Get out there this week. Make time every single day for this next week. Every single day. Yes. Make time to sit at that table with God. Make time to mm. uh, get with him, get instruction. And then also uh, to kind of circle back and make this whole thing nice and pretty. Give unto others this week. Yeah. So when you get at that table mm. with God and you receive from him, then also receive instruction, believe for instruction to give out into other let people. Let it flow out of you. Yes. What you get at that table, let it flow yep. out of you. When the you water, get peace at that table, let it flow out yeah. of you. Yeah. The water from the hose thing. Yeah. Your hand's going to get wet. The hose is going to get wet. <laughs> you, said, you said the the thing, the water from the, the hose, hose thing. thing. <laughs> so good. Yes. Because that peace, it is for you, but Amen. it's not just for you. Yeah, yeah. It's to be a blessing to the world. And so you go in there, you get joy, use that joy to bless the world. Mm-hmm. You go in there and you get answers, use those answers to be a blessing to the world. You go in there and, and you get provision, use that to be a blessing to the world. You know, freely we have received, mm-hmm. freely we ought to give, Matthew 10, 8. And so give what has been given unto you. Amen. And, uh, and as you do, you make room for more. Love it. Get out there, sit at your table and give unto others. Yes. It's going to be a great week, guys. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.